Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park So as I'm sitting down to record this here episode, I am finding myself struggling just a bit to get started because the main purpose of this episode is to talk about the new Comixology. And for those of us who use Comixology to purchase digital comics, the the new version that is now out there, we're we're not really all that happy with it. And so some of this episode will of course be my complaints about what changed when they updated Comixology. And we'll get into the the whatnots and the whys and the how-fors and all that later. But the main reason I'm, I'm struggling a bit here is because I'm sitting here thinking about how I am about to complain uh, about an app that has changed, right? And here we are in a world in which uh, Ukraine has been invaded by Russia. People are dying. There is a, a possible... Uh, world war starting because of it. We have the uh, what's going on, you know, over in Texas and Florida with the LGBTQ community and what they're having to deal with over there. And here I am getting ready to complain about an app. Now, I have always said that this is going to be a podcast in which I discuss neither religion nor politics. It's strictly about comics or TV shows or books I've read, you know, just fun stuff. And that's really kind of the 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 part that I'm struggling with here because I feel like to sit here in front of a microphone and complain about the struggles that I'm having with a stupid comic book app just it it just seems as if it lacks any class whatsoever. And I'm trying to tell myself here as I'm getting ready to to do this podcast is that the purpose of my show is, in essence, to hopefully entertain folks and maybe uh, through some of the comics and whatnot that I talk about and that I love and that I have passion for, that people may forget their problems for the 30 minutes or so they listen to this show. And and that even saying that out loud, it makes me feel like I'm 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 uh, inflating the purpose of the show much higher than it's actually supposed to be. But I guess what I'm trying to say here is 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 that the purpose of this podcast is not for me to to talk about world events and to 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 get into um what's happening in the world today and I'm I'm just having a hard time with that at this point folks because I'm not happy with what's happening in Ukraine. I'm not happy with what's happening in the states of Texas and Florida and really it's not as if those are the only states or those are the only areas of the United States that make it tough for the LGBTQ community. It's 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 all over the freaking place. And I feel like before I sit down and talk about the 
stupid comiXology app and the problems that I'm having with it and that others are having with it, I feel like I shouldn't even start that conversation without at least acknowledging that in the grand scheme of things, this is really stupid. It's a bit of nonsense. And that's how the rest of this episode should be viewed. Just a tiny bit of nonsense in this great big world out there. Sound good? All right. Now that you have that firmly in your head, let's get a, let's uh, let's get started with this episode. Weather today in the greater Cincinnati area. I love you so badly. I could. They're solid plastic, so don't settle for imitation. But the senator, while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me, I'm living on the air in Cincinnati, Cincinnati WKRP. I apologize for that, but I think you'll find this a bit more interesting. Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, my name is Steven, and hey, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Comixology. I don't know how many of my listeners use Comixology, um... A while back, uh, well, let's just start from the beginning. I'm not looking up any facts or, or notes or anything here, but using my internal memory, which is is not always uh, something that I should count on, it's it's rather faulty. But Comixology is a, a place, a site, an app where uh, you could go to to purchase digital comics, Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, Image. And it was, I think, one of the things that was really great about Comixology is that it it made it very easy to find what would have at one, you know, if you're just dealing with the direct market, uh, very obscure indie books. Um, and it's really helped, from what I understand, a lot of indie publishers. And uh, it was a platform that that really helped indie publishers, people who are self-publishing their own books. It helped them get their books in front of people's faces and, and, and sell some copies. Um, at some point, Comixology was bought out by Amazon and we were all very worried about that because, uh, you know, Amazon is a giant company. What are they going to do to Comixology? And for a long time, they did pretty much nothing. The most that they ever did was you could log into Comixology using your Amazon login account. Eventually, you could read comics on the Kindle app but the Kindle app and the Com- Comixology app remain separate. They're still separate to this day, but we'll we'll get into to why I bring that up. But the Comixology app and the Kindle app were separate apps. They worked very differently. They had different functions. The, the the way you read books on each one and found books and stored books and sorted books completely different. Um, I would often use the Kindle app to read books, you know, your regular prose novels and have never really liked the way that the Kindle app functions as far as accessing your library of books. And I don't have a lot of books on there, but so so it wasn't that big of a deal, but I have a crap ton of comics on Comixology. Well, back on February 17th, let me, let me read you a a quick little tweet here. Uh, Patton Oswalt, if you're 
not aware of who that is. He's a, a comedian, um, has been on many TV shows and movies, and he uh, is a, a big name in comic book nerd fandom. He uh, tweeted out on February 17th, oh, Comixology, what have you done? Well, they have been warning us for weeks that Comixology and Amazon were going to merge, that the Comixology website, in essence, was going away, and that it would become part of the Amazon website. And if you went to Comixology.com, it would take you to the Comixology part or, or area of the Amazon website. And if you've ever... When, when, it, when it comes to looking for comic books on Comixology, their website was just, it was a wonderful, it was a wonderful website. It was very easy to use. Um, finding comics were easy. You could look comics up by creators. You could look up a creator name and see all the comics that they have on Comixology. It just, it was a very nice website. Um, trying to find comic books on Amazon, however, is not easy. If you search for anything on Amazon, of course, and, and unless you start going in and filtering everything, which is kind of a pain in the butt, you know that if you try to search, for example, if I just wanted to read a issue of freaking Superman, if I'm just looking for Superman number 75, there's all kinds of crap that comes up on Amazon, not just comic books, unless, again, you go in and start really filtering stuff. So... They'd been warning us for weeks that the 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 two were going to merge and that eventually on February 17th, when you went to the Comixology app or the, the website, it would direct you automatically to Amazon. And it does, I mean, if I go like right now, if I go to Comixology online, which was just Comixology.com, it takes me to, Am it's got the Amazon banner up top. It's got the the search engine up top for Amazon. It's got all the you know, the menu on the side that you can open up and it gives you all the different departments along the top of the menu. And then it has, and then it just, it, it, it's, it's, it's almost like the Comixology front page within Amazon, but yet not quite. But then on the same day, February 17th, when I woke up, I got onto my Comixology app and it said, nope, you have to upload the latest version. And so it made me upload the update to the Comixology app, which is very similar to the Kindle app. Very similar. And right away, I'm I'm struggling with it because they had this thing on the Comixology app called Smart Lists. You had, you had your library. You could go in and see all the books that you've purchased. You could look at everything that you have downloaded um, and whatnot. But there was there was like a, an area of the app that was just called Smart Lists. And it was it was a row for on your app. That would it would be a row of comics based on different categories. Up at the top was your in progress comics. Any any you know most of the comics that I read on Comicsology are trades, and I don't read the, the the trade all the way through. I I'll read an issue and then move on to another trade and read an issue and go back and forth. And so I'd have like fifty comics in that row in the in progress row, just just the books that I'm reading, and it that's that's how I would sort what I was going to be reading because I would start at the very back of the list and I would read one issue from that trade and then that tr that trade would jump to the front of the list cuz I just read it and then I would go to the back of the list again and grab the next one so I I was reading everything one issue at a time in order they also had a row for books that you've downloaded books that you have that that, that you own that are unread uh every book that you have checked out through Comicsology Unlimited and and your wish list, and uh, you could flip a little switch so it would only show you books in these lists that were currently saved to your device, 
or you could flip the switch and it would show you all the books, those that are on the cloud and those that were on the device. Well, the Comixology or the, the, the new Comixology app didn't quite do that. It, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. You have to go to your library and then set up filters. And the first thing I noticed was I, I, I first I had to go through and re-download everything that I was currently reading that was in progress. And so basically on the new Comixology app, you have uh, two choices, library or discover. And discover is where you can find books. The problem is, is that you can't purchase them on the app. And there's nothing on the app that tells me if I go to look for a book and I find the book that I want to purchase, it doesn't take me then onto like the Amazon store in Chrome so that I can purchase it, which is a big pain in the butt. That right there is just stupid. Now, the Comixology app never really did that anyway, but that was okay because the Comixology website was very user-friendly and it was easy to discover and find books and purchase them. The Amazon site, not so much, especially on my freaking phone. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if I go to the Comixology site within Amazon on the web, on my computer, it's a little easier because it automatically has it filtered. So when you start searching for issues, it's only searching under the banner of comics manga and graphic novels. But when I go to the freaking quote unquote comiXology site through Amazon, through the Chrome app on my phone, it doesn't do that. So I, I can no longer search for comics on my phone unless I do it through the app. And even then the app doesn't take me somewhere where I can then purchase those books, which maybe I'm just doing it wrong, but it's, it's rather annoying. The second thing that I noticed right away is that when it came to seeing the new comics that came out this week, or even next week, or the week after, or the week after that, Comixology, the website, was so nice. You could just go in and see all the books that were released during that week, and you could you hit a little, a little button to take you the next week, and you see what books are coming out next week, and so on and so forth, you know, up through what has been solicited. And then you could pre-order them and, and all that junk. But that was not working at all on the freaking Amazon site. So by February 18th, the very next day, I had put out a tweet that said, hey, new Comixology, your new release section is a flipping joke. Are you kidding me here? Do you not have one page with all of the new releases? Because here, here, let me back up off this tweet. What they had was you would go to a page and it would you would go to your new releases and it would show um, like this week's featured new releases. It would have new Comixology originals new manga, new indie releases, new family-friendly releases, and then it would say all new releases, but it would only you you wouldn't actually get to see all of the new releases. It would just be like 10 of them. So to continue with my tweet, I said, "Do you not have one page with all of the new releases and what the heck? I can't seem to figure out what's coming out next week or the week after that and so on like I used to." Sucks. Now, I will give uh comicsology/amazon a point here because uh, not long after I tweeted that they responded to me and said that we are working on a fix to the new releases feature in the store. Thank you for your patience. Uh, and they did. They fixed it. It it works fairly well. It's still not the same thing as it used to be back in the old days of two, two or three weeks ago. But it, at least I can see all the new releases. It still hasn't broken down by those different categories you have right at the top. This week's featured new releases 
more new releases than new Comixology originals, new manga, new indie releases, new family re- friendly re- releases, and then uh, all new really all as in all all of them all new releases. And uh, you'd be able to uh, you can access you know everything that was released that week, and then you it actually gave you a date range that would open up a calendar. And so you can look at uh, next week's new releases and the week after that and so on and so forth. So they did fix that, which is good. And it seems that they are trying to make some kind of fixes. So I want to read you a a series of tweets that uh, Patton Oswalt also put out on the 18th. He says, I've received some very kind outreach from Marvel and DC Comics after this whole Comixology mess. They both have wonderful digital platforms. And if you like their comics, you should definitely use them. But... As much as I enjoy Marvel and DC books and Image and Dark Horse, there are dozens of other smaller companies like Aftershock Comics, Oni Press, The Vault Comics, Ahoy Comics, putting out some of the most innovative, exciting new books. And Comixology was always this terrific one-stop location to not only download and pre-order from the major publishers, but a great way to explore newer, smaller, riskier outfits and help get them exposure. I can't even navigate the new app, let alone pre-order and find the smaller publishers. It is beyond user hostile, and I'm just going to go back to buying physical comics on Wednesday for the time being. I hope this all shakes out, that Amazon and Comixology hear these concerns and go back to their old model, which was perfect. It was. That's not a, that's not a, a hyperbole. That it was perfect. It was as close to perfect as you're probably going to get. It was a very user-friendly site and a very user-friendly app. Anyway, back to his tweets. And I really hope this doesn't hurt the smaller publishers, all of whom have been doing beyond stellar work these past few years. Maybe Comixology is just as much a victim of larger, short-sighted greed, but the old site and app were clearly designed by comic book lovers, and this new design feels like hedge fund sharks thinking, eh, Batman and Spider-Man, whatever, run the beta version, I could care less. And he pretty much... I mean, that was perfect that he what what he said is is exactly how all of us were feeling. Now, on February 24th, the Comixology Twitter account sent out an update and it starts out with update from the team on the Comixology 4.0 rollout. And let me read you through these and uh, I'll tell you based on what I've read, if I've noticed any changes. So first it says, we want to take a moment to address the transition to our new app and comics web store experience. We know this process has been far from seamless and we've heard your feedback. We understand how important improving the web reader experience is and are working as fast as possible to implement those improvements. This is our top priority right now. And to jump away from that tweet for a moment here, if if I were to respond to that, I would say that why did you have to make the change in the first place? And I'm sure that really it, the, the 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 entire purpose behind this is that they made this Comixology app like the Kindle app. And eventually, I'll I'll tell you right now, eventually they will probably phase out the Comixology app altogether so that all comic book reading will be done on the Kindle app. And in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the Comixology brand itself is eventually phased out because I think in the end, you know, Amazon is a is a giant company and they have a certain way they want to do things and it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to them. They they've already got an e-reader where you can read comics on and they call it the Kindle app. And 
while they do have separate apps for, you know, they have the one app for listening to music, the, the, the Amazon Music app. They have the one app for listening to audiobooks, which is the Audible app. For them, they've already got an app to read comics on, and it's called Kindle. Why would they want a, a set? Why would, why would Amazon want two different apps to read comic books on? So I have a feeling that in the end, the reason why this change was made was to get people, uh, that start getting people used to reading comics in the Kindle app, because in essence, that's what this Comixology app is. And eventually it's, it's, it's going to phase away. They continue, we've already rolled out an update to the Fire operating system app and are working on a bug fix for books that aren't loading in HD. We're making a number of other updates, prioritizing fast, incremental improvements to ease the hardest pain points. Soon we'll be rolling out updates to our new releases filter on the new releases page across web and app so that the filters work correctly. In the meantime, we'll keep the more new releases category up to date with all new releases for the week. And so far, like I said, the fix that they've made so far seems to be working. While we work on these and other refinements, we wanted to highlight some things that we've heard our customers couldn't find, but which are still available in the new Comixology experience. Guided view is still available in the app reading experiences. Just double tap a panel to enter or exit guided view. And yeah, I haven't had any problem with that. Now, but now that I read all my comics on a tablet, I just read them full page. Uh, it says all of your purchases are available via the account page on the web, along with DRM free downloads for books purchased prior to the 4.0 update. We'll be adding navigation to your account from the main store page soon, which I'm assuming means that you'll be able to read the books on a on the website through a, on a computer because that that is one thing that seems to have gone away is reading the books on your computer which I typically don't but if I'm talking about a book on the podcast I like to have it up on my screen it's it's easier for me to have it hands free up on my big monitor rather than holding my tablet while I'm talking about it so I I do hope that that comes back they continue moving to the new code base and away from our dedicated web experience was a tough call but it's an important step towards our long-term goals to share our love of comics, manga, and graphic novels, and to reach more lifelong fans. That may have been Comixology's long-term goals, but that's not Amazon's long-term goals. So that's kind of a silly thing to put in there. Lastly, we hear your feedback and we recognize that there's a lot to be done. We appreciate your patience and support while we do everything we can to bring the experience we envision. More to come, the Comixology team. So what I'll say at this point, because they haven't updated anything over there on the, on the, the, the Twitter, uh, as far as any, any other updates since the 24th, what I'll say is this, um, with any new, uh, implementation of an app or a piece of software, you know, it's always been my experience that nothing ever launches flawlessly. There's always problems. Every job I've ever had in which, uh, we have had to update uh, software. It's never gone smoothly. There's always been bugs. There's always been problems. And it's just the way of things in, in this day and age with technology. You just, you just, regardless of how many people you might put on the project, there, there's all, there just, there's always going to be something. I'm sure there are some companies out there that, that can do it flawlessly, but it's never been my experience. Um, the second thing I will say is that nobody likes change. And this is a, this is a huge change. And 
it's within our nature as human beings to oppose this change just from the get-go, just because it is change. But what I will say is, because it was such a big change, and because certain things didn't work, and because they took away certain functions, like the smart lists, they took away stuff that helped make the reading experience uh, more positive. They they just took it all away. And, and, and it seems to be because, simply, it wasn't a part of the Kindle app. And again, my feeling toward this is that they made, they're, they're, they're wanting us to get used to reading comics the Amazon way so that they can uh, eventually just do away with the, the separate app called Comixology and just do away with the Comixology name altogether eventually. It may not happen this year. It may not happen next year, but it's, it's going to happen. You, you mark my words. Uh, but I will say that I have starting, you know, I've, I've gotten used to using it. Um, at the same time, I have been reading more books over on the Marvel and the DC app. Uh, when it comes to Marvel and DC books, the only time I, I go to Comixology, that app anymore, is to read either something that's brand new, like when a, you know, a new issue of Nightwing comes out or, or a Human Target or DC versus Vampires. I only buy new DC books. That's, that's, uh, that's saying something, I guess. Anyway, you know, if I want to read an image book or, or anything other than Marvel and DC, of course, I go to the Comixology app and, uh, I'm getting used to it. I haven't had any major problems over the past week. It's just those first couple of days that uh, was a big pain in the butt. And then it was a, it was just a, a learning experience. It was all about um, trying to get used to this new app. Now, I did have a text or, or, a, or a, an IM conversation with somebody. And I'm not going to tell you who it was because I, I didn't ask if I could uh, release this this conversation with the general public. So I'm not going to tell you who I who I talked to. But Basically, they uh, they reached out to me and they said, um, Amazon ruined Comixology. And I said, yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm starting to get used to it, though. And their response was, like, getting used to a broken leg. And it's that's that's almost a, a perfect analogy. It's like getting used to a broken leg. It's like, I broke my leg. It sucks. I'm used to getting around on the crutches now. But it's not... Um, it's not the ideal. And that's that's what's that's what's happening here with Comixology. It's like we've gotten a new app, we've got a new reading experience. I'm getting used to it, but it's it's not what it used to be. It's not the ideal way to read comics. And the the original comics, you know, what Comixology was three weeks ago was pretty darn close to the ideal when it came to reading comics. What do you think? Are are you using Comixology? If so, how are you handling this this change? Send me an email, just another fanboy at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, I'll read it out on a future episode. I will. I promise. I know I haven't read any so far ever since, you know, I've, I've been saying that for the past 10, 15 episodes or something. Uh, but that's only because I haven't gotten any emails. So <laughs> I can't, I can't read your emails on the website or on the website. Good Lord. I can't read your emails on the episodes on the show. If you don't send them, see what I'm saying? Now, before I wrap up this show, I do have a small announcement to make. Um, starting this week, you're only going to get, uh, well, it, what is, in essence, two episodes of Just Another Fanboy every week. You're going to get um, the, what you have been getting are basically two new episodes of Just Another Fanboy every Tuesday and Thursday, and then an episode of the JAF Classics episodes which are the episodes from the first run of Just Another Fanboy that I did 15 years ago. 
What we're going to do now is you're going to get a new episode of Just Another Fanboy like this one here every Tuesday, and then you're going to get an episode of the JAF Classic episodes every Thursday. I am, I'm, I'm scaling back a bit to offer myself or to open myself up to more time to work on other stuff. Um, for example, I need to get season two of Event or Else all wrapped up. Uh, I have the script almost written for episode number nine or Crisis on Infinite Earths, issue number nine. And I hope to have that episode ready to go, both the audio and the video episode by next Wednesday. That's March the 9th. Um, and then eventually I think I want to get back to doing, uh, Steven or else, but it's, I, I can't do either of those. I can only do one or the other, but I can't do either of them. If I'm doing two episodes of just another fanboy, two new episodes of just another fanboy every week, along with a new episode of my other podcast as well. So that's the plan going forward. Um, and that's it. That's the episode. I want to thank you for spending this time with me today. I always, as always, have a lot of fun doing these shows, and I hope you have fun listening to them. And if you do, let me know. Like I said earlier, send me an email, justanotherfanboy at gmail.com. Tell me what you thought of the episode. Are you using Comixology? Is it providing you with a lot of problems now? Do you hate it? Do you want to throw your phone in the trash because of the way Comixology has, has you know, what they've done to us over the last week? Either way, whatever your thoughts are, send them to me, justanotherfanboy at gmail.com, and uh, I'll read it out on a future episode. I frickin' promise. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show. Leave us a five-star review wherever that's available, or or just review, just rate it. Apple Podcasts provide you with an opportunity to rate a podcast. And while you don't have to give us a five-star, five-star is, of course, the best, but if you give us a rating... It helps us in the Apple Podcasts algorithm. And currently, Apple Podcast is still the most popular podcasting platform. So the better we do in the algorithm, the more people are going to listen to my show and the happier I will be. In fact, here's the thing. If you don't ever want to miss an episode ever, 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 subscribe to the newsletter at justanotherfanboy.substack.com. Now, before you go, oh, Substack, that's a paid thing. Yes, it is. There's also an option for people to join for free. And that's what I got going on. It's a totally free service. It's a newsletter that I call the Just Another Newsletter. And once you subscribe, every time I put out an episode, you're going to get that episode emailed directly into your inbox. So you never have to worry about missing an episode because it's going to be right there in your inbox every Tuesday and every Thursday. Doesn't that sound like a great deal? It's something you really should just, you know, snag. You should, you should be a part of the Just Another Newsletter. You really should, because then if something else comes up, you'll be notified in the newsletter as well, and you'll know about it before anybody else. Well, at least anybody who's not a part of the Just Another Newsletter. Hey, let's continue with the ending of this episode. The theme song was written and performed by Derek Nybarger of Atomic Zombie Records. You can find more of his music at atomiczombierecords.bandcamp.com. And hey, do you want to be cool? Don't you want to be cool? Don't you want to be like the Fonz? Join us for all the fun over on the Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a month, you're not only going to get the complete warm and fuzzy feeling deep down in the cockles of your heart, knowing that you are helping me support my family, you're also going to get immediate access to that other podcast I do, which is my other podcast. It's not just another fanboy. No. It's my other podcast. It releases every Friday and with rare exception is only available 
to my patrons. There are over 200 episodes over there, folks. Yes, the DC versus Vampire episodes I do for my other podcast, I give to you guys on Just Another Fanboy as well. But that is a drop in the bucket compared to all the other episodes that are over there right now. And there's a new one coming on Friday. I don't know what it's going to be about yet, but it's going to be pretty fun. All links will be in the show notes. Okay, folks, you can join my Patreon now at patreon.com slash stevenrr. But again, all the links will be in the show notes. And with that out of the way, I'm going to let you go, folks. Join me back here on Thursday for another JAF Classic episode. And then next week on Tuesday, March the 8th, uh, I think I feel like talking about uh, some more ElfQuest. ElfQuest Part 13, to be exact. So you don't want to miss that one. But until then, folks, my name is Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.